Real Presence Live is now five days a week, bringing you new hosts, new locations, and brand new segments, including Prayerfully Yours, where our priest hosts offer a time of prayer for your specific intentions, and Inspired, Sharing Your Journey, where we hear beautiful stories of faith and hope from listeners like you. Local, engaging, and live, it's Real Presence Live, weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Be sure to tune in for these great features and more. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Inspired. Sharing your journey. Okay, we're back live again with Jack and Doreen Canelli, your hosts for today's installment of uh, Real Presence Live. And before we go into our next segment, I just want to make a, a, a Beth, uh, who, who called in, was on the road at the time, and we just want to let her know that uh, she can listen to the podcast again to hear the references that were were made for various sources for information since she's, uh, and she can also call to, into the national programs like Call to Communion at 1 p.m. and Catholic Answers at 5 to 7 p.m. Uh, Central Time. These are wonderful sources for information and places to uh, get answers to your questions. And also, uh, I know Catholic Answers has a very extensive website with all sorts of Q&A, uh, uh, you know, covering questions about purgatory or even the proofs of God that uh, Anne had uh, uh, called in with. And so, uh, you know, you don't have to limit yourselves to uh, getting information while we're on the air. There are other times and other programs that you can listen to. Well, welcome back to Real Presence Live. Uh, you may have heard a different music, Ben, uh, coming out of the break rather than our regular Real Presence Live music. That's because this morning we're introducing another one of our four brand new segments with Real Presence Live going five days a week. We're all on a spiritual journey. 
one that probably has many ups and downs, hills and valleys. Each journey is unique. But one thing that is true of all of our journeys is that we have a story to share. It's a story of the Lord's goodness and how, though we may face many struggles and suffer along the way, he has promised to remain with us always, providing everything we need to continue forward on our path to holiness. What we want to do with this new segment called Inspired, Sharing Your Journey, is, like the name suggests, share your story. Each week, we'll invite listeners like you to share journeys of faith, providing inspirational and uplifting stories that offer hope. We'd like to welcome in Rich and Mary Helen Olson, now from the Diocese of Rapid City, for our very first Inspired Sharing Your Journey segment. Good morning, Rich and Mary Helen. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Sure. Um, so good morning, everybody. My name is Mary Helen, and I am married to Rich, as you probably have guessed. We, um, both of us, are originally from Texas, and I'll let Rich tell his story um, in a minute. I was actually born in Monterey, Mexico, and was adopted um, by a family in Texas. Um, and my mom and dad are just phenomenal folks. They both passed, but Texas was my home. We were, I was an only child, and I grew up in the Catholic Church, went to Catholic school, and really expected to live my life in Houston, Texas. But of course, I met Rich at Texas A&M, who was going to be a pilot in the Air Force, and that sort of changed the trajectory of our, of our plans. And so, uh, we went off to Texas, we went off to the Air Force, and that was not kind of what I expected. I might have missed small print on that was going to take me away from my mother. Um, but here we are now, uh, settled in South Dakota. Uh, I work for the Catholic school system here. I've been a teacher in this district for many, many years. In this last four years, I've been the principal at the middle school. Well, thank you, Rich. Mary Helen. I have to mention, Mary Helen, that... Uh, uh, having been from Texas, you don't have much of a draw left over, so you must have been here well, for some you know, time. Well, if you put me back in that setting, uh, you would be surprised at how quickly all of that floats right back. But we've been up here in the Dakotas, and they've got a whole different way of saying things. Yeah, well, I, I knew a kid from Texas when I was in college, and we claimed he had to take English for a second language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, um, okay, well, Rich... Yes. I guess we'll address this next one for you. Well, actually, why don't you give us your background? I'm okay, so okay. I will do that. Uh, I'll just say, if you put my wife and my sister uh, back t together, that the uh, Texas drawl comes right back out. So um, <laughs> it's not completely gone. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, uh, I started out uh, as a military brat. I've really been associated with the Air Force all of my life. My, my dad was uh, uh, going through... Uh, pilot training back when I was born in, in Mississippi, and we traveled pretty much all over the world, uh, living in uh, uh, Germany and then all across the United States, and uh, I grew up as a, as a Presbyterian. That was my, my parents' faith, and uh, in the military, uh, it, being of a specific Protestant faith, sometimes it's a little tough because every military chapel is going to have a different uh, kind of faith represented there. But anyway... Um, you know, so that was uh, an experience of learning how to kind of find find Jesus, you know, wherever he plants you. Uh, anyway, so we 
you know, came back to Texas. I went to Texas A and M, fortunately uh, for that, so I could meet Mary Helen. And <laughs> we got married, and then uh, uh, I was commissioned, and, and I became a pilot too. So that was, and that was what led us eventually to, to South Dakota because I was a bomber pilot flying B fifty twos, and then came to the B one bomber, which is a state assigned here at Ellsworth in Rapid City. Uh, we came here first time uh, nineteen eighty seven and joined the Cathedral Parish. And just had a wonderful experience. We've been members of Cathedral Parish ever since. Um, so I've I went moved moved back and forth, but finished my Air Force career here in South Dakota. And I still work for the uh, work for the military a- after I've retired as a uh, contractor supporting training out at the base. And you know, we'll talk about it a little further. But you know, one of the things that that has happened to me now in the last uh, last three years is that. Uh, I've begun discerning uh, to become a perm- uh, to join the permanent diaconate to become a deacon, and I'm uh, completing my my second year of candidacy, and God willing, uh, uh, will be uh, able to be ordained uh, in 2020. So that's kind of where I've been and where where I am now. Okay, great. Well, with your Air Force background, we're certainly uh, uh, sticking with our military theme with uh, <laughs> Valerie Ritland earlier with her sons in the Navy and the Army. Oh. It looks like all we're missing are the Marines or the Coast Guard, <laughs> but maybe somebody will call in later. There we go, there we go. Well, and, and how beautiful the connection again to a life of service in the military to a life of service in the church as you explore uh, your call to the permanent diaconate. Yeah, I bet you're finding that's quite a commitment because I know here they it, it's 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 quite a long uh, process that they have to go to, and the uh, the the educational aspects are pretty rigorous. Yeah, but we I think we have a, a great great process here in our diocese. Uh, it was uh, just we're actually the, the first of a kind of a new process that probably is a little uh, that has a. a weekends commitment. So we go every every month for a weekend. Uh, and so that's been a little bit of a change, uh, but I think it's been really good. It's been very fruitful. There's uh, four men, and uh, with and we're all married. Uh, they're going through the process, and I think you know for the four of us, I think, or really the eight of us, it's been just a great connection, a great uh, growth in, in each of us in our spirituality. I know our uh, our prayer lives have certainly grown, and I think just the 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 sense of of service that certainly uh, deacons have a special calling. To I believe uh, I think is is really been evident in in all of us. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Did you have? Something? I just had a comment. You alluded to the four men, and then you said the eight of us. For our listeners who might not be familiar with the deacon formation program, the wives go through the the, the program as well to a, to a great extent. But go ahead, Doreen. Yeah, and that's so beautiful because it's important for couples to grow together in their faith and their knowledge. Um, Rich, you said that you were raised um, in the Presbyterian Church. Could you just share with us a little bit about your journey into the Catholic Church and and then um, within the Catholic Church, how your faith has grown deeper through your and if that's connected at all with the military, how how what that connection is? Sure. Um, well, I, you know, it was, it was interesting because you know, we, as we talk about hospitality, I think college. Uh, is where uh, you know that, that hospitality, Catholic hospitality, really presented itself. Because I, like many people, like many young people that go to college, I, I wasn't, I just didn't go to church. I didn't particularly reject anything. I just kind of like, oh, you know, I can sleep in on Sundays because no one's telling me to go anywhere. But I had good Catholic friends that invited me to go to mass, 
And, you know, and, and of course, as a non-Catholic, sometimes it can be a little daunting when you're trying to figure out, okay, what part of the Missal are we in, and what's, mm-hmm. what, what prayer are we doing? But there certainly is, you know, a, a beauty, as we all, as I think, you know, all of us Catholics have experienced in, in the Mass, and that really led me to then, when I met Mary Helen, that uh, she was pretty adamant, you know, she is adamant, I that, uh, you know, hey, if you want to see me on Sundays, I'm going to be at Mass. And, in <laughs> fact, I she was teaching a uh, second-grade CCD class, so I also got to experience uh, uh, the CCD process along with uh, enjoying the Mass. And, and then I was knowing that I wanted our family to be of one faith. Once we decided that we were going to get married, I said, well, I, I really need to join the Catholic Church because this is where I know I'm called to be. And so... Uh, before we were married, I was able to go through the RCIA process and uh, became a Catholic in April of uh, 1979. And, you know, and the great thing there is that from then on, you know, as a Catholic, and, and really knowing that you must attend Mass every Sunday, that, you know, that broke me out of that, like, well, well Sunday I can sleep in, if I, especially if I weren't home, because you do wind up traveling a lot in the military. But to go and to visit uh, parishes wherever you are and just experience the, the different hospitality, the different charism that, you know, each parish really has. It's, it's been really wonderful. And then to experience the, the, the hospitality of the different military, uh, the, the parishes on each base, and, and to experience the, the real sacrificial love that our, our pastors have throughout all of that, all these different bases. When I was assigned to the Pentagon, we had retired Dominican priests that came every day to uh, say Mass with us in the Pentagon, which I think is you know something a lot of people don't expect, but yet we had we had Mass every day at the Pentagon and, and three times on Holy Days of Obligation. So it was a, a wonderful way to kind of you know to to know that we were going to have a chance to be with the Lord every day in, in what was otherwise a very intense work environment. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. Awesome. Can you can you give a specific example of the hospitality? Well, you, you say, oh, wait a minute. Before, before yeah. I, I think I want to remind our people, uh, our, our <laughs> listeners, and thank them for tuning in to Real Presence Live again. And, uh, you know, uh, your hosts are Jack and Doreen Kennelly, and I want to identify our guests again, who are uh, Rich and Mary Helen uh, Olson from the Diocese of Rapid City. And we're talking about, well, actually, the, the, the main theme is the hospitality, and we're going to get there over the, uh, you know, <laughs> you know. And so I think that was the lead-in that Doreen was going to give you right there. And I, I've got a particular interest, or well, Doreen and I do, because our parish has just uh, formed a hospitality committee, and uh, so they're kind of looking at different ways to... Uh, to uh, um, be hospitable. Be hospitable, <laughs> yes. Thank you. My, my vocabulary failed me. I'm not, I'm not David Anders, whose vocabulary never <laughs> fails is. him. So anyway, I'm sorry I had to interrupt there, but go ahead, Doreen. Why don't you finish your, your question? Oh, that was my question. Just, um, I'm just interested in the specific examples of the way various parishes um, extended hospitality um, to you. I have a friend who was a teacher on a military base, and she said, um, military children are, are great at welcoming, yeah. and they are also they also have an easy time of mm-hmm. saying goodbye to people. Yeah. But yeah. I think that yeah. welcoming is what we're yeah. talking and about And I today. think we'll direct yeah. the question to Mary first. Okay. To- <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, can so team, rich, tag team. These, yeah, 
yeah, the the moving was very easy for him. It's what he did for his oh, life. And sure. So, Are you hearing very But for me, yes. it was agonizing. Okay. I, um, you know, the first time we left home, we went to a place called Enid, Oklahoma. And I was absolutely mortified because it was not a million plus people like Houston, Texas. And my wonderful, sweet pilot husband was gone 12, 13 hours a day. I never saw him. We had one car. And there I was, stuck in mm. our little apartment, missing my mother, missing my wonderful job I'd left. And so I was just so sad. And I remember, you know, that first Sunday, um, I didn't know anything about military life. And I said, Rich, let's just go to the church in town. Well, what a gift that was, this little community, this church in Enid, Oklahoma. And those people just, I I don't know if they embraced us physically, but they did spiritually. Mm. And they brought us in, and it was the smiles, and it was the questions and it was like, hey, we want to come over to our house for dinner, and we know you're a young, you know, family, and you're away from home. And it just, they just kept reaching out. And I think in many ways it was that continual every day, um, every week, someone noticed us, and someone spoke to us. And it wasn't just the people greeting us at the door. It was those people in the pews who would, would smile, make a point to speak to us. And finally someone said, you know, we really could use your help. Would you consider teaching, you know, Sunday school or, you know, CCD? And it just was an invitation. And, you know, they had no idea, perhaps, how deeply that helped heal my homesick soul. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't built for the military. Richard will even tell you that. Each <laughs> move, I'm like, I'm going to leave a friend behind. Our kids mm-hmm. had an easier time than mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to move again. I got to mm-hmm. take down that picture from the wall. But the church was, for me, that constant, because I knew if I'm going to leave Enid, Oklahoma, and go to Arkansas, there'll be another Catholic church, and there'll be, you know, all of a sudden, that sense of body of Christ became very real for me, and I knew that even as I suffered moving from one place, there'll be another set of people. And then we became part of military parishes, as Rich said, different kind of charism from a parish in town. Mm-hmm. But each place for me, that was what sustained our military life for me, was knowing that each place would have a church that I could be part of. Um, and, you know, invariably you walk in somewhere and you'll go, you know, I, I could help. People just, they snap on that. So it was also mm-hmm. part of, you know, I kind of putting myself out there. But people always responded. And, um, you know, so anyway, that was my experience of church. So they recognized that, you were new, and then they invited you in. So they yeah. invited you mm-hmm. in to serve, actually, which is yeah. which is very beautiful. And isn't it also a consolation? We've had the great blessing to be able to travel to lots of different places in the world. But to me, there's such a comfort and there's a feeling of being at home no matter where you go, because the liturgy is the liturgy is the liturgy. The Holy Absolutely. Sacrifice of the Mass is the same right. everywhere, yeah. and we fit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Though, yeah, I really appreciate that. And I would imagine something has to do with a little bit of ho- Southern hospitality, too. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I, Rich and, and Mary Helen, I, uh, thank you for taking your time to be with us today. I wish we had a little more time to talk about hospitality and your experience of it. And uh, But uh, up next, I have to announce, uh, uh, up next is... Uh, it's time to take the 10-minute tour around our area with local events. And later in the show, we'll, we will hear about a fun camp for the whole family in the Duluth area. So more on Real Presence Live 
with uh, Jack and Doreen Canelli. And again, Rich and Mary Helen, thank you for your time. I wish we could have had a few yeah. more minutes Here's to go. Oh, well, thank you guys so much. Thank also. you. God bless you. Thanks God bless for, you. for your God ministry. Bless you. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts, new locations, and brand new segments, including Heart of Your Legacy, where, as the name suggests, we get at the heart of giving and how you can leave a lasting legacy, and Honor Our Fathers, where you send us the names of your favorite priests, and we offer special recognition and a dozen donuts to one each week. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live, weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus mystic monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, first communion, and confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts including Father Paul, Father John, and Joe Rutten, Father Craig Vosick, Father Tim Buren, and Father Kyle Metzger from brand new locations including the University of Mary in Bismarck, Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota, and the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. If you're looking for hope, tune in to Real Presence Live, where you'll hear positive and inspirational stories weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Okay, now we're back live with uh, Real Presence Live with Jack Canelli and Doreen Canelli, your host. And this is going to be our 10-minute tour where we give uh, parishes from throughout our listening area and organizations a couple of minutes to talk about some programs they have. And right now we've got uh, Becky from Sturgis, South Dakota, uh, to talk about the Sioux Spiritual Center Benefit Brunch. Becky, go ahead. Hi, uh uh, I'm from St. Anthony's Catholic Church in Red Owl, and we are holding a benefit supper on Sunday, July 14th 
at 5 p.m. Uh, it's actually put on by Thrivent Financial and our parish, St. Anthony's. Um, it will be held at the Union Center Community Center, located 40 miles east of Sturgis on Highway 34. The meal includes hot beef sandwiches, mashed potatoes, gravy, and green beans with assorted bars and cookies for dessert. Um, it's a free will offering, and if you have any more questions about it, you can call Ryan Dennis at 605-786-786. Four nine three seven. That's and we're hoping to raise money to replace some carpeting and windows in the Sioux Spiritual Center. Okay, that sounds that sounds really good, Becky. Uh, it, it, it sounds like it's going to be a delicious meal, and uh, I guess with uh, co-sponsorship by Thrivent, at least a couple of years ago, we could have called this an ecumenical event, but I. I think they've gone beyond thriving financial for Lutherans. And uh, <laughs> am I correct on that? You know. Yes, yes. They've opened it up to all Christians. So. Okay. Well, well, well. Good for them for for for, for uh, you know co-sponsoring this event. And uh, again, tell tell us where again where Saint Parish where Saint Anthony's Parish is of Red Owl, South Dakota. I've never heard of Red Owl, and I used to work with a company that had a, quite a presence out in the Black Hills. Uh, yes, our, our parish is north of Enning, and our, just a very small little parish, but we're um, wanting to help with the um, Sioux Spiritual Center, uh, which is located moreover by Howes, um, and so just in gratitude for that gem in our diocese, we're having this benefit supper, and the uh, benefit again will be in union center and that's 40 miles east of sturgis on highway 34 for our listeners out there thank you Mm -hmm. becky but i've i've got to move on to the next one but thank you and good luck with the uh with the brunch out there thank you very much the next uh, the next item is from uh, saint paul john paul ii church's golf tournament in gillette wyoming and saint john paul ii in gillette is hosting a golf tournament on friday july 19th at the Bell Knob Golf Course in Gillette, Wyoming. Registration is at 7 a.m. with a shotgun start at 8 a.m. It will be a four-person best ball scramble with each team paying $600, which includes cart, lunch, and flag prizes. The tournament is limited to 36 teams, and 100% of the net proceeds go towards the general operating expenses for the school. And for more information, you can call area code 307-686-4114. For those of out in the, the western area of our listening area in Gillette and the Black Hills area, uh, consider this. It sounds like a lot of fun. It's a, a best ball scramble. I know I've played in several of those, and I think they've used at least two or three of my shots throughout the course of the 18 holes, so everybody gets to participate, no matter how poorly you play the game, and it's a lot of fun. The next event, Dream. Our next event is a Come and See weekend in Hankinson, North Dakota. Um, You're invited, those women who are single and ages 16 to 26, come to meet the sisters to pray, to hear inspiring talks, to search your hearts, and to listen to God, to retreat from your busy life, and to enjoy days to work on discovering your vocation. This happens Thursday, August 1st, 7 p.m., until Saturday, August 3rd, at 4 p.m. 
at St. Francis Convent, 102 6th Street, Southeast Hankinson, North Dakota. And for more information, you can contact Sister Jean Louise or email ndfranciscan at yahoo.com or text 701-208-1245 by July 24th. Our next, uh, we have Belita, and I hope I've uh, pronounced your name correctly, on the phone and from um, La Riviere, and I hope I pronounced that correctly, Manitoba, to talk about the Manitoba Passion Play. You've done great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So I just want to let you guys know that we're having uh, Manitoba's Passion Play. It's an outdoor event uh, that's been happening for 20 years, and it is all volunteers that come together to put on the life of Christ and depict it in a beautiful outdoor setting. People bring their lawn chairs, and they sit around in this beautiful amphitheater. There's Stations of the Cross that you can go to um, before the production, and it unfolds um, the life of Christ from uh, the Annunciation all the way to the Resurrection. And it's just uh, a beautiful thing if you haven't been able to go to. It's a beautiful experience. Okay, and what are the dates again and uh, the location? Sure, so it is in La Riviera, Manitoba. It is, um, as you're coming down the hill into La Riviera, it's called Oak Valley Productions Recreational Site, and that was particularly a site donated for the Passion Play. Um, The dates are July 6th and 7th, that's this upcoming weekend, and it starts at 6.30, and uh, the gates open up at 4.30, so you're able to um, come in, um, enjoy the site. Uh, There's um, concessions, food that you can buy as well. And then uh, you can sit down and enjoy that beautiful story. The next weekend is July 12th, 13th, and 14th. And that's a 7.30 start. Mm-hmm. And the gates open at 5.30. There's also an outdoor mass being uh, celebrated by the Archbishop um, Albert Legat of the Archdiocese of St. Boniface. And it's at 4 p.m. on Sunday, an outdoor mass that uh, you can come and partake in before, uh, before the evening performance. Yeah. Okay, sound, sounds great, and we certainly encourage all the parishes out there, organize a bus with your church or your family or your friends, and bring along some lawn chairs and come and enjoy the life of Jesus as it unfolds uh, in a beautiful outdoor setting up there in Manitoba. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Okay, God bless you. Okay. You. The University of Mary is um, having a, a special event. The University of Mary presents a teaching and exposition of sacred relics on Thursday, July 11th at 7 p.m. Father Carlos Martins of the Companions of the Cross will be there with a very special Vatican collection of over 150 relics, some as old as 2,000 years. Among the treasures will be relics of St. Maria Goretti, St. Therese of Lisieux, the little flower, St. Francis of Assisi, St. Anthony of Padua, Thomas Aquinas, St. Faustina Kowalska, and in addition, there will also be present a portion of the Veil of Our Lady, as well as one of the largest remaining pieces of the true cross in the world. Those in attendance will be able to examine and venerate each relic. In the Church's history, many miracles and healings have been worked in the presence of relics, and many have been healed through this ministry. Please do not miss this opportunity. You're encouraged to bring your articles of devotion, such as rosaries and holy cards, and pictures of ill friends and family members, which will be able to touch the reliquaries as a means of intercession. And that is July 11th, Thursday at 7 p.m. at the University of Mary. 
Okay, and going to uh, Minnesota on the uh, Monday, the 29th of July, you're invited to the Cathedral of Our Lady of the Rosary for the 28th annual evening of healing prayers and Mass. Mass is celebrated at 6 p.m., followed by an opportunity for individual prayers. You are also welcomed and encouraged to attend Adoration, which is held from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Confessions from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. on the same day. And that wraps up this 10-minute tour, and we feature this every Real Presence Live. And if you'd like to have your event featured, please call Brandon at 877-795-0122, and we'd be very happy to feature it. So if you have a a parish event or a diocesan event, um, we can get the word out for you over a a broad uh, broadcast area, and we certainly encourage you to call it in, and it costs you nothing. Okay, well, coming up next, we have Father Anthony Craig of the Diocese of Duluth, who will share with us about a beautiful upcoming family camp experience that you won't want to miss. And later, Father Jeff Norfolk dives deeper into the mystery of prayer. Real Presence Live continues right here. This is Jack and Doreen Canelli, your hosts for today. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor, and each week we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. One very important parish will receive special treatment at the 2020 Built Upon a Rock Fest, including catered lunch on the concert day, meet and greet with the bands, and a special preview performance. Built Upon a Rock Fest is grateful for parish support and wants to give back. All sponsoring parishes will be entered into a drawing, and the VIP will be drawn on stage at the concert on September 14th. For details, check out builtuponarockfest.com. Builtuponarockfest.com. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. 
Real Presence Live is now five days a week, bringing you new hosts, new locations, and brand new segments, including Prayerfully Yours, where our priest hosts offer a time of prayer for your specific intentions, and Inspired, Sharing Your Journey, where we hear beautiful stories of faith and hope from listeners like you. Local, engaging, and live, it's Real Presence Live, weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Be sure to tune in for these great features and more. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Okay, once again, we're back live with Jack and Doreen Canelli, your hosts for today's installment of Real Presence Live. And we're happy to have with us right now on the phone Father Anthony Craig of the Diocese of Duluth, and he is going to tell us about the uh, the first ever Catholic family camp for the entire family that's being sponsored by the Diocese of Duluth. And so uh, we can't ask you about how it's done in the past, Father, but we can certainly anticipate its success this year. Thanks for being with us this morning, Father. Um, so this upcoming event of a Catholic family camp in the Diocese of Duluth, could you tell us a little bit about... Um, where the idea came from and how it got started and um, what you've done to get it organized and, um, and to get it up get and it, running. Get it up and running. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> you got, absolutely. Well, great to be with you. Um, the idea of Catholic Family Camp first came when I was in college seminary at St. John Vianney College Seminary in St. Paul. I had a spiritual director, Father Tom Duffner, a wonderful man, and he took a number of parishioners' families up to a campground near St. Cloud, and it was wonderful. He told me why he did it, uh, to build friendships and um, to make them more connected in their leisure time, not just when they're you know, worshiping God on Sundays and doing a few activities around the parish. So he wanted them to come together and have fun together, basically. And I hung on to the idea because I liked it so much. I was like, man, I wish I would have had that when I was growing up, too. Our families were connected with other families, and we took vacations together, and it was always a great uh, building of friendships and learning about other people and um, receiving also the gifts that they have as people, uh, learning from their family prayers that it's a little different than ours kind of thing. That was my experience, too, growing up. So. Now that I'm a priest of eight years and part of the Marriage and Family Life office in Duluth, I said to myself, I think this is what we should start to do and kind of start this up, Um, especially when some families feel isolated, even within their parishes sometimes, like they're trying hard to raise their kids uh, with the same worldview, and they're with a lot of other families that have different worldviews out in the community and at the schools. And so this is a nice forum for them now um, to do this Catholic family camp where they can come and they can be with other families of the same worldview, where it's sort of safe in some sense, uh, where there's not a lot of foreign ideas being thrown around here and there. And it's just a time to have fun um, with their own families, first of all, and then to meet other people that have similar situations uh, if they want to. Um, so it's that's kind of where it came from, and that's where it stands now. Um, and I'm just excited for it to to gain some momentum. I hope. Well, that sounds like a great idea. Um, 
so how have you gone about um, encouraging people to attend the camp? Well, we've put out posters in all of our parishes in the Diocese of Duluth, and then also encouraged the pastors to promote it and pick a few families to throw the idea towards. And um, then I've, I've really just emphasized that it's really just for their family to enjoy a vacation together at a nice resort, Sugar Lake Lodge. Okay. Um, and they can come for one, two, or three days. So, know. okay, so they, they have the choice of the length of time that they spend. And then could you just tell us a few specifics about what the people can expect who um, will be attending the camp? Certainly. There'll be daily Mass every morning around 9 o'clock. Seems to be a good time for families. There'll be confessions offered prior to, and then a holy hour just before the dinner hour, so about 4 to 5 p.m., and those will be um, nice times for them to come in if they wish. But again, it's only optional, you know, as far as the sacraments. They're offered there on site, so they don't have to go anywhere mm-hmm. um, to um, to really receive the sacraments and that strength of grace, and just some calming moments before the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. So... Do you want, could you tell the people um, how they could make reservations for this? Yes, they can call Sugar Lake Lodge directly mm. and sign up. Just say Catholic Family Camp, and you'll get 25% off your room um, costs. It's a great opportunity. The resort was wonderful with, to work with. You could call them at 218-203-8919, uh, or you can check on the website, sugarlakelodge.com. So, um the beautiful things that you're offering with the sacraments and with time with our Lord in adoration, are there other scheduled family activities or are the families kind of on their own to enjoy themselves in, in the ways that they desire? Much of the latter. They can just enjoy the resort. There's a golf course on um, at Sugar Lake Lodge. There's also two restaurants. There's a number of other things. They have kayaks, all the normal lakefront stuff. And Fireplaces all over, stocked with wood. So the, a lot of things are provided. They can just go and have a good time. And they, even if they don't go to the masses, they're just offered there for them, mm-hmm. uh, for their convenience. Okay. And well, how, go ahead. I was just going to ask how people can find out more. They can find out more by calling the Diocese of Duluth if they wish. Um, that's a seven two four. Sorry, to area code two one eight seven two four nine one one one, or the Diocese of Duluth webpage. Uh, with the Fair Marriage and Family Office um, Department tab. And also they can call my parish, even if they want it, St. Joseph's in Chisholm, 218-254-5703. And you can even just call the Sugar Lake Lodge, and they'll inform you what's going on, too. Okay, great. Thanks a lot, Father, and thanks for being on with us this morning to talk about this wonderful opportunity for families. And coming up, thank you again, coming up, You won't want to miss the different kinds of prayer. And uh, this is Jack and Doreen Canelli. Stay tuned to Real Presence Live. And once again, thank you, Father Anthony Craig from the Diocese of Duluth. Absolutely. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts including Father Paul, Father John, and Joe Rutten, Father Craig Vosick, Father Tim Buren, and Father Kyle Metzger from brand new locations including the University of Mary in Bismarck, Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota, and the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. If you're looking for hope, tune in to Real Presence Live where you'll hear positive and inspirational stories weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. 
The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The Signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Taking what you experience on Sunday in church and applying it during the week at work can be a challenge. This year's Faith and Business Conference is for business owners, managers, and those that seek to integrate their faith into the workplace. This year's conference features world-renowned speakers that will help you take faith principles and turn them into business practices. Learn how to take your Sunday into Monday on Thursday, August 8th at the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information and tickets, go to faithandbusinessconference.com. Real Presence Live is now coming to you five days a week, bringing you new hosts, new locations, and brand new segments, including Heart of Your Legacy, where, as the name suggests, we get at the heart of giving and how you can leave a lasting legacy, and Honor Our Fathers, where you send us the names of your favorite priests, and we offer special recognition and a dozen donuts to one each week. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live, weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. Okay, back again, Jack and Doreen Canelli, your hosts for this uh, last segment of the uh, Real Presence Live. And uh, as many of you know, there are many different forms of prayer in the life of the church, and how many different kinds of are there, and how important is daily prayer? And these are just a couple of questions that we will ask Father Jeff Norfolk of the Diocese of Sioux Falls, who is on the line with us. Go good, mor- ahead. good morning, Father. Good morning. Thank you for being here on the air with us. Um, we'd like to talk about the goodness of the different forms of prayer. Um, before we begin, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I'm uh, born and raised in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, and grateful for my parents who passed on the faith. Currently, I'm the pastor of St. Rose of Lima and Garrett in South Dakota, St. Joseph the Workman Parish in Huntimer, South Dakota, and the chaplain of prison ministry for the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Oh, beautiful. Um, so, Father, when we hear the word prayer, so many different definitions come to mind. Um, could you give us a succinct definition of prayer? What, what is at the heart of prayer? Yeah, I'm going to use the definition of Cardinal John Henry Newman, uh, and whether it was his motto as a bishop or just a phrase that he was familiar with saying and living out of, uh, he said, heart speaks to heart. And so for me, that's uh, a good definition of prayer, because it's all about a relationship. And so I want my heart to speak to the heart of God, the heart of Jesus, and to be able to share with him what's on my heart, what's going on in my life. And I also want to learn to hear from his heart understand what moves the heart of God, what's, what's dear and near to God, I want that to move my heart. And so that relationship, to be able to converse and to be able to receive, for me would be a simple definition of prayer. Mm-hmm. So the sharing of what's on one's heart, the listening, and then the receiving of what um, the Lord wants to speak to us in our hearts. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Now, the next question that we have for you is how many different kinds of prayer are there? And I don't know if the, I don't think that the answer demands a particular number, but um, just speak to just the way, the different ways that we can approach that relationship which we find in prayer. Yeah, so I would say the answer to the, the original question is that there's many forms of prayer, and it would be hard to define how many. Um, the thing that I point to and that I think is helpful that the Church gives us as a resource that's available to anyone is in the, the Catechism of the Catholic Church, it's broke up into what's called four pillars, which just means four sections. And the whole last section, the whole fourth pillar of the Catechism, is all about prayer. So I, I looked up recently, and there's 75 pages just describing kinds of prayer and different ways of relating with God. 307 paragraphs of the Catechism are dedicated just to prayer. So that's the first thing I would encourage people to do is grab a copy of the Catechism or pull it up on your phone. There's plenty of apps that have the Catechism of the Catholic Church. And just to start reading through it and learn, okay, so I want to vocally pray. Uh, I also want to come into a, a kind of meditation where I can chew on the scriptures and allow them to penetrate my mind and my heart. The daily Mass readings, for example, would be a great place to start with prayer. And lastly, uh, the ultimate goal of prayer is uh, what we call contemplation, where you let God take over your life, you let God be the one who's guiding and leading the prayer and drawing you into prayer. Um, so many forms leading to that deepest form of allowing God to really be the Lord of our lives and of our prayer. Does the, thank you for that, um, for that beautiful description of the different forms. But does the Church recommend one form over another? Again, I would answer by saying similar to what I mentioned just a moment ago. Of, uh, I think they would recommend that the ultimate goal would be contemplation, mm-hmm. uh, and so that would be the ultimate form in that sense. Uh, but it gives Throughout the history, you know, we have 2,000 years of history, it gives uh, recommended forms as far as, you know, the rosary's been something that many of the popes have talked about and and written documents on. Um, Novenas is something that the Church has recommended. You know, a couple months ago we did the Divine Mercy Novena as part of the Divine Mercy devotion. So Novenas, the rosary... The other one that uh, is the only retreat form that I'm aware of that's universally approved by the Church is what's called the Spiritual Exercises of St. Ignatius of Loyola. So there are forms of prayer that the Church has recommended throughout the centuries, and then it gives the individual person uh, how can their relationship with God be personal by the forms of prayer that they use. It gives them the freedom to choose that. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to interject a little bit here, Father, before we continue with the with our discussion. But uh, this is Real Presence Live, and we are visiting with Father Jeff Norfolk of the Diocese of uh, Sioux Falls, and we're talking about prayer. And uh, uh, your hosts are myself, Jack Kennelly, and my wife, Doreen. And uh, we thank you for listening. And, uh, uh, Doreen, you've got another question for Father. All right. Um I've, I've, I saw a poster once that said, prayer is our relationship with God, um, which indicates, you know, it's, it's pretty important. Can you, um, described, can you describe for us or explain to us the importance of daily prayer 
and um, how one might go about prioritizing their life around um, prayer. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I would actually probably say it's the most important thing we do every day. Uh, And no matter what state in life, no matter what your particular vocation or the calling that God has given you, uh, to sustain the relationship with God on a daily basis, prayer is absolutely necessary. And the thing that's, the image that I would use that has been most helpful for me is it's as important as breathing. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm breathing, I know that I'm living, and I don't necessarily have to think about breathing. It's so ingrained in my body. The same thing is true with prayer. Like My relationship with God is so ingrained in me that I want to keep relating and, and acknowledging and sharing with Him throughout the day and receiving from Him throughout the day. Formal times of prayer are very important, where I, I set aside a time to sit down and Again, whether it's the scriptures or whether it's devotions, ultimately learning that relationship and how that relationship with God sustains me throughout the day, I would say would be the goal of prayer and why it's so important on a daily basis. Now, Father, you're you're speaking to you know a very broad audience, and I'm um, presuming that within the audience of people to whom you're speaking right now, there are people that don't have daily prayer as a part of their life and those that have committed to um, making it um, a, a non-negotiable, that prayer is, is a part of their daily life, and that it's, you know, even so far as, like you just described, woven into the fabric of their life. Um, how, how would you encourage or um, advise someone to, um, be, first of all, what encouragement could you give for beginning and then growing more deeply in prayer? Yeah, if it's not part of someone's pattern or daily routine, the first thing I would say is ask. Mm. Jesus, give me the grace to pray today. Mm-hmm. Jesus, help me to remember how much I need you today. Holy Spirit, come and guide me to grow in prayer today. Jesus says, ask, seek, knock. Sometimes I think when people want to begin a new habit, they just think that, okay, i got to make it happen. i got to do it. Mm-hmm. Jesus says very clearly in John 15 and 5, apart from me, you can do nothing. If we're going to start a new habit of prayer, it's because we're asking Him for help. And just like you and I are conversing right now, I, again, want to recommend and encourage people to have that same image of their relationship with God. As I'm going throughout the day, God, this is what I'm thinking about. I just want to tell you what I'm thinking about right now. This is what I'm feeling right now. I I just want to share with you how I'm feeling right now. Here's what's going on in my heart. Here's my desires. So those three things, thoughts, feelings, desires, if a person with the help of God's grace, just begins to relate to Him in those three areas, it becomes like a natural relationship. And then as things go on throughout the day, we just start talking to God about what we're experiencing and what's happening in our lives. And I think over time it just becomes so natural. It becomes the first thing that we think about doing or the first response to the circumstance that we're in. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing you say is that that it it should be approached not unlike any other relationship that we have, that we come as we are and we just give to him what is on our heart, but begin by asking for that desire which comes from him to to enter into prayer. Yeah, very much, because when we, we come with that open disposition of asking, we begin to realize how much he's pursuing us even before we're pursuing him. Yes. And so the more we're aware of him, the more we want to, in many ways, be in a relationship with him. So. It makes it easier than I think we make it ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
I remember as a young person thinking that I needed to be all polished up before I could approach God in prayer, kind of like putting on my Sunday best for Mass on Sunday as a little girl. Um, but that really isn't the case, <laughs> that we have to be polished before coming to Him. Yeah, I mean, how many stories do we hear of uh, the beggar Bartimaeus and the tax collectors and sinners that we heard about in the Gospel today, mm-hmm. people who are sick and suffering, they're not polished. They just have a need, and they, they come to Jesus with that need, and he responds very quickly to their need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, yes. I've always taken great comfort in the saying that God likes to hear the prayers of sinners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, I didn't worry so much about getting too polished up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Father, is there anything else that you would like to add that would um, benefit maybe uh, resources for people that um, would like to to dive in um, and to learn more about that goal of uh, contemplative prayer? Sure, yeah, I would just offer the encouragement of uh, whether you seek out your local priest, uh, whether you start praying and asking St. Joseph to intercede for a spiritual director, in some ways he's the spiritual director of Jesus, as he was the, the father figure that formed Jesus. Um, but, Lord, bring someone in my life that has grown in prayer throughout the years that can be a model, a mentor, mm-hmm. an example to me. Um, we already mentioned the Catechism, the Daily Mass readings. Uh, probably my favorite book in helping people learn to pray is the Introduction to Ignatian Prayer by Father Timothy Gallagher. Mm-hmm. The basic uh, prayer lays out the meditations for you. You just have to open up your Bible and, and follow along with the meditation. Um, so, yeah, for people to be encouraged and to ask for lots of help from others. Okay. okay, Father, thank you very much for uh, this discussion. I'm sorry we don't have uh, any more time to develop it any further. And I know right now uh, this is uh, the point in the day where our production assistant, Aaron, has waiting, been waiting for for a long time because this is his time to get on the air and give us a preview of the next show. Well, thank you very much, Jack. To, on Monday's show, it's crazy that we're all ready to Friday here. We are going to be talking about some relics that are coming into the area. We'll be looking forward to that here. We'll have Father Craig Vasek as our host from the University of Mary coming to you live there. We'll also have Eric Gallagher talking about some confirmation retreats coming up here in the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Mike Kudrowski is going to be bringing a new segment called Heart of Your Legacy. And we'll have somebody from the Thirst Conference previewing their presentation coming up uh, at the Diocese of Bismarck. All this coming up here on Real Presence Live. We are looking forward to the show. Thank you, Aaron. And uh, I'd encourage you all, uh, you've got the preview of what's coming up. Be sure to tune in to Real Presence Live. It's on uh, five days a week. 9 to 11 o'clock, and uh, with local hosts from throughout our listening area. And uh, uh, we encourage you to, uh, you know, save your questions and call them in for uh, the, uh, the straight talk segments as well. So this is uh, uh, Jack Kennelly and his wife, Doreen. And we're wishing you all a, a good Friday and a good weekend. And uh, we hope that you will tune in to Real Presence Live regularly. And uh, hopefully we will see you down the road. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local. Engaging. And live.